0: Welcome to the Pricing and Monetization Podcast, the audio blog of Taprun Consulting. Today, we're gonna to be talking about the future of software engineering. I spent years as a software developer and project manager. Now I'm ready to embark on a new career, fortune teller. That's right, thanks to my magic crystal ball, I can see into the future and I'm ready to report back on the state of software engineering. Long story short, the future isn't bright, And it's only going to get worse. The writer Arthur C. Clarke once stated that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Nowhere is this more true than in the field of software engineering. The average project manager, corporate recruiter, or even CEO has very little understanding of how software is written, designed, or even evolves. To them, software engineering is something of a black box, that takes engineers as input and yields computer code as output. The lack of insight into the world of software engineering results in an unfortunate situation in which the professionals in charge of hiring lack any means of determining which programmers would be the best hire and which would be best to avoid. As with all things, a lack of information leads to inefficiencies of an ever-growing sort. It's of little surprise that those without a reliable methodology for hiring would turn to keyword searches on resumes. After all, it's hard to evaluate a candidate's problem solving ability via his resume, but an automated search for a trending framework is just so easy. Besides, if programmers are otherwise alike, why not use a list of toolkits and technologies as the deciding factor in hiring? Unfortunately, markets react to incentives. If corporate policy is to select candidates by toolkit rather than by problem-solving ability or knowledge of software engineering concepts, software engineers will change their skill sets. Rather than focusing on fundamental skills with long-term value, they'll focus their attentions on learning syntax of the flavor of the month, knowledge with a shelf life shorter than the average bouquet of roses the ever-increasing proliferation of for-profit and low-quality hacker schools and self-educated dilettantes are resulting in a generation of programmers with an understanding of syntax, but a fundamental lack of knowledge about software engineering. I recently spoke to one senior developer who claimed that it was impossible to create a tree structure in Ruby, and another who had no idea that a tree could even be used to solve problems. This is roughly akin to hearing a sailor talk about being unaware that ships could turn, or a swordsman not knowing that the pointy side should be pointed at his opponent. And yet, I can hardly blame any developer for his actions or for his choices. When corporations force their hiring policies to work through keywords, it makes perfect economic sense for them to pursue a keyword-heavy knowledge base. Yet, this shift in behavior is sure to wind up to damage the future of companies and the nation as a whole. With the introduction of each new framework, a corporation will find itself with folks who have little to no professional utility until they can be retrained at great expense. Some types of software are relatively straightforward, involving only the four typical types of operations, create, read, update, and delete, also known as CRUD. For this type of development, a mere superficial knowledge of software engineering may not prove completely disastrous but the industries may be on course to losing the ability to create software that is revolutionary in nature. The solution is clear. We need to put the hiring of technical staff back into the hands of technical staff. Of course, such a future is unlikely, as those currently in charge of hiring will not want to give up their control of the process. As suggested by the Shirky principle, once staff members, be they HR or another non-technical group, take charge of a problem, they will not be able to imagine a solution that doesn't involve themselves as the solver. So what should software engineers do in the meantime? Well, I recommend learning the newest frameworks and trying to use lots and lots of buzzwords on your resume, focusing on books on artificial intelligence, software engineering design patterns, things like that. Huh. Why even bother reading them?